Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email on the mark at WKOK.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark. Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome on board up at the KOK's live telephone talk show on the mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe is so excited. Today's all wound up. Uh, he's got some great stuff for us to talk about today. He found out that the Joe Biden administration is covering up some very important national security information in order to uh, not just dis- dis- to talk about what we have talked about on the show, that the border uh, with the Mexico isn't just a issue of Central American residents coming over the border, perhaps illegally, but uh, anybody who wishes to blow us up or do anything and also also can come in their way, uh, well, not freely, but certainly uh, untethered in certain areas. So we can talk about that. Uh, let's see. One of our emails uh, has uh, the word Hillary Clinton in the first sentence and climate and atmosphere, so that's directed to me. Another one says, what in the world is wrong with Joe McGranahan? That's directed to Joe. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. That's not up there. I didn't see that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Joe previewed some. You got of the, my attention. <laughs> Joe previewed some of the emails and texts that we got, but yeah, I mean, no, I made that one up. Uh, but uh, we certainly would invite someone to, to send us a note with that message. Right on it, right? <laughs> right, all right. But uh, yeah, we're excited, and of course, uh, nobody gets on the radio uh, but through Rob Center, a fabulous producer. So we always appreciate him. He's staring at the idle phone lines even as we speak, or ready for one to blink. So uh, we'll see who. Links first. Go ahead and call us one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. That's one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. You can email us at on the market wkokid.com and text us at seven zero two three six on the mark. Sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Please check them out at sunburymotors.com. I have an update on some information. We told you about the Ford Broncos down at the Sunbury Motor Company were not for sale. They were mannequins, but because of the part shortage, what you do is drive one and then just determine and which of the exact uh, elements of a new Bronco you would like, and then they would order that, and it would be in in the weeks and months ahead. Uh, well, in this particular case, uh, they've reverted those. Some of the Broncos that were mannequins are now for sale, so uh, they haven't been driven. They're perfectly, you know, they don't have zero miles. I guess they have to have a mile or two on them to test them and so on. But uh, they are ready to go, and those are for sale. They just uh, Kyle, our good friend, just sold one of them, and he's uh, destined to sell the rest. Uh, so contact him about the Ford Broncos that are for sale or the F-150s. He just sold an F-250 to a motivated buyer from Shikshani and then sold an Explorer from a great family in Center County that came all this way. They're doing what you can't do anywhere else, and that's go to the Sunbury Motor Company and take advantage of the fact that they are a volume dealer. Uh, They're moving folks through there like an assembly line, but making them all very happy and giving them a cup of coffee and taking fabulous care of them and super serving them 
for the rest of their lives, uh, well, at least as long as they wish to come back uh, to the Sunbury Motors. So check it out, sunburymotors.com. They are the sponsor of our program, so we're always very glad they're on board uh, to be part of the show. And uh, we'd invite you to do what I've done. Go to Kyle, order an F-150, go to Ernie Ernie, or Austin over at the Kia dealership, order a Telluride, go to Jeff over there and uh, give him all your personal information. He's the treasurer over there, and he'll take fabulous care of you and make sure you're in great shape. Uh, but uh, they would just love to keep super You won't steal your identity, right? <laughs> no, just the opposite. <laughs> they put it in the vault. I see. Oh, gotcha. And that's there. where it stays. Well, you know, here's today's big story. Democrats who downplayed the possibility of individuals on the FBI's terrorism watch list coming across the border illegally have been silent about the Border Patrol agents capturing suspected terrorists at the southern border. On Monday, the U.S. Customs and Border Protection announced that Border Patrol agents had apprehended a Yemeni man at the southern border whose name was on the FBI's terrorism watch list. This is the second Border Patrol arrest of a Yemeni national with their name on the terrorist watch list. The arrest happened on March 30th, two miles from the southern border in the El Centro sector of the border near Calexico, California. The apprehended suspect was also on the no-fly list. The previously apprehended man was arrested three miles from the southern border in the El Centro sector on uh, in Jan- late in January. He was also on the no-fly list in addition to the terror list. House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy warned last month in a press conference at the border that individuals on the watch list from Middle Eastern countries were taking advantage of the border crisis and coming across the southern border. House Democrats were quick to denounce McCarthy's warning at the time. Now he has proved prophetic. They are coming across the border. Here's what's interesting. This story came out yesterday when they put a news release out, when the uh, um, Customs and Border Patrol put out a news release about these arrests, and it was almost immediately taken down. And when the Biden administration was questioned about it, they said, well, there there were national security implications in the news release. Mm-hmm. All the news release did was list their names and where they were apprehended, what's in this story. Also and we the ask fact is, that they were on a no-fly list and were on a warning list. All we ask is they be 100% honest. You know, I don't think there's any sin in recognizing that it's a conundrum at the border. You want to be humane and you want to make sure that you're not uh, you're really significantly turning away people that uh, are really have been in danger or maybe in some sort of a, uh, a situation that they do need to escape. You want to make sure that you have it open to them. But at the same time, well, yes, these you poor you These sure. poor terrorists have no place to practice practice their terror, so they want to come here. No, as I'm about they're being, to, trying to be stopped in the countries where they're coming if from. If you would let me finish, right. you cannot have borders that are porous in, in this day and age. Oh, I agree. You know, I think maybe in the years past you might let in a sniper or somebody like that or somebody, you know, but in now you have individuals who you know are gunning for us, and and they could bring a bomb over or something like that. So you should have secure borders if you wish to ramp up your immigration and make sure that you're letting more and more people in and granting asylum. Go ahead and do that. But for heaven's sake, secure your border. There's more to the story. You know, we paid for elements of the wall that Joe Biden, with his executive order on day one, stopped. We paid for them. The metal sitting there, uh, it's the contractors have been hired. They're being paid, even though they're not putting the wall up. You know, and now the Border Patrol is saying, well, maybe we should fill in the gaps. You know, <laughs> we're, the, we're not build more new wall, but just mm-hmm. fill in the gaps that they that were allowed to exist because of construction ongoing. Mm-hmm. Gee, that would seem like common sense. If we paid for it, we at least ought to put up the part we paid for.
Yeah, I understand Joe Biden's zeal in undoing anything that President well, Trump did. He was going did. to be so That's transparent, get... so transparent. I mean, we're well, just going to we were just going to breathe in this fresh air of transparency after the the hideous hiding of facts from the Biden, from the Trump administration. Yeah, I think for the better part of a century, we've ignored the opportunities to seal up the U.S.-Mexico border so that we can only let in people who genuinely need asylum or protection or for, you know, are genuinely fleeing, which I think it's a good thing that we do that when we can, but you can't have borders that are just too active that you can't patrol them or you can't catch everybody. And uh, unfortunately, for my Democratic friends who've kicked me out of the tent, uh, I've been a wall advocate since President Trump was a candidate. So, you know, I just think secure borders are a sound policy these days. But uh, yeah, so what is this? Joe Biden put a news release up, but then the, it said... The, it had, no, the uh, Customs Board, Customs and Border okay. Protection put out the news release. Mm-hmm. And the minute, it, you know, people photocopied it and it became, uh, they, they all were circulating it. And all of a sudden it was gone. You couldn't even find it on their website. Okay. And they claimed there were national security implications from the news release. Well, sure there but but all it did was mention what we just said here, the names of the the, the fact that there were two Yemeni nationals who were on the no-flies list and the terrorism watch list apprehended at the southern border and where they were apprehended. You like saying Yemeni, I can tell. Yemeni, it sounds <laughs> It is Yemen, Yump and Yemeni. <laughs> okay. Uh, one of our listeners says, uh, upper right-hand corner, top, top, top. Says, good morning. Do, I, do as I have done this morning. Apply for oh. your absenteeism ballot for the upcoming Never elections. Never mind. It doesn't have anything to do with what <laughs> okay, we're talking about. Okay, I was going to say, will well, read you told that. me to read it. I'm sorry, Bob. <laughs> I, th- I saw the word uh, constitution in there. I thought it was related to the border, but it isn't. So we'll, we'll hold that for a second. Uh, we are talking about uh, the U.S.-Mexico border where there is a uh, individual on the uh, terrorism watch list. Two individuals on the terrorism watch list. That we that, know of. How many do you think came across we don't know about? Well, law if of averages. two of them. Law of averages, it would have to be hundreds, because if you have thousands getting in, then hundreds, you know, X percentage are not from Central America, and, and X percentage of them are, as you say, on this watch list, or... Yeah, you would you wouldn't really know. So and that's isn't that scary? It scares me. Well, it is, and I think President Biden did the right thing, accepting children. You know, I think this is a, a rare opportunity, and they're, yes, they're working through the issues of being overwhelmed, so that's going to take a while. But I, I think what he and the vice president should do is go down there, see firsthand. He can, with the wave of his hand, solve this issue, and I think he should do so. It's a rare opportunity, really, to recognize that you've not looked at something ideal to reassess well, and to and to go true. back and you know look at the leaders at Gettysburg what if they if they went to Gettysburg and said okay well we're going to do this we're going to do it this way we're never going to change well listen you know, the you, vice you president the vice president went to California for the Easter weekend to visit her family she didn't go anywhere near the border and when she put it she hasn't held a press conference since she's been given the assignment of being our border mm-hmm. guru which they backed up on and said oh no she's not actually going to be responsible for the border security she's going to try to address the root problems in the foreign countries, but she hasn't gone to any of them. Well, she hasn't even people, viewed the problem. People crossing the border knew she was out of town for the weekend, so they stopped coming. Okay. Well, we got one call coming in and one on the line, so Tom, you're on the mark. Yeah, I'm going to talk about a subject that I know you guys aren't going to bring up because it has to do with, with Republicans and Trump, so I'll bring it up. Nope, we can't do that. We're talking about other yeah. things today. 
Yep. No, go ahead. Thanks for calling, Tom. Talk when, to you later. <laughs> when uh, when Trump was running for president, they made a lot. They made a lot of uh, TV ads and radio ads and all kind of ads, and they didn't have the money to pay for them. Couldn't pay for them. I thought so you had to pay. Had wait, 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 Tom, 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 Tom hold, on, were, hold on, hold on, Tom, stand by. You have to pay for radio and TV ads when you buy them, correct? That's right. You have to pay for them when you well, buy them. No, because Tom, no, forgive don't. us, but we're in broadcast professionals. We've been in the business for years. I can tell you for a fact, you pay in advance for political advertising. TV, I don't know, but I do know, true, Tom. I do know. This is a true know. story. Don't try to don't try to say it's not true. It is a true story. Well, let's hear the rest of the story, then we'll decide. Go ahead. Well, they were running short. Well, else they were running short of money, and they wanted to run ads, and they couldn't run them. I don't know, but anyway, what they did was people were on online. They were getting these things online to donate to the Trump campaign. You know, you could either make one payment or two payments or three payments. So they needed money. So they got these people's card numbers, of course, and everything, and. They needed money, and if the person put down they only wanted to give one payment, they just kept going. They just kept giving, taking money out of their credit card for, you know, every month. Right, this is true. Yeah, somebody called about this yesterday. I guess the Trump but campaign. But they called and said it was every week. Oh, right. Well, regardless. It's... Well, whatever it was, whatever it was, <laughs> but it was every week or every month, they were taking money out of their checking account. Right. And these people complained that it was fraud, which it is. So where's where's the criminal action here? Who was arrested? So now, so then they were taking what they were doing because they were going to get sued, I guess. They were in a lot of trouble. So what they were doing is they were taking this money out of this fund that Trump had, this uh, uh, Stop the Steal fund. So now they're taking money out of this Stop the Steal fund that people donated, and they're paying back. I don't know if everybody's going to get their money back, but they're paying people these, these from people from people from people that that donated money so there's there's it's it's donated money that they're paying back the money that they stole from so where where did you get this story tom i haven't seen this it's on tv where on tv it's all all over the news well you watch fox news you're not going to hear it no i watch msnbc cnn I've watched MSNBC. I've watched CNN. You think that would be their lead story? I, I haven't seen it as the lead. Oh, well, it's on. It's on, and it, it, this is this goes to show you what kind of a guy this Trump is. And I can't wait. <laughs> I cannot wait as to hear what you had when, any when doubts. they get into <laughs> when they start saying what went on in his businesses with his with his tax fraud and insurance fraud and money laundering. I can't wait to hear what's going to come out because this guy. I mean, this guy is the biggest crook on the face of the earth. Well, I think he's going to drift into obscurity. I think his time has come and gone. I think other Republicans might be able to rise up out of his ilk, but I think for President Trump, the nation has spoken. But anyway, all right, thank you so much. I want to see what's going to happen to him financially and legally. Gotcha. All right, good question. All right, thank you so much, Tom. Really appreciate the call. My guess is nothing. Hold on, Bob. We'll be right back. We got texts and emails aplenty, including an email that just came in. So we'll be reading that on the radio shortly. But we invite you to join us in queue in either category I just mentioned. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. The telephone number. Email us at on the market at Text us at seven zero two three six.
When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Welcome back to WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. Again, join us in queue on the phone, 1-800-795-9565. Email us at onthemark at wkok.com. Text us at 70236. One of our emailers says, good morning, gentlemen. Did either of you happen to see the video of a little 10-year-old boy that was crying his heart out to a border guard? He told the guard they had abandoned him or he had been abandoned and left in the desert overnight. Once again, I will say, this has got to stop. So how many of your Democratic people think Biden is doing a great job? Well, on the border, he's not not getting such high marks. Yeah, I did see that video. It was very, very sad. The kid actually said that he had been with a group and they abandoned him. Mm And left him alone out there, and he asked for help. Now he was given help. Ten years old. Who would send a ten-year-old kid to the border unaccompanied? With well, he was like a company, that? but they abandoned him. Well, yeah, isn't that my? That was my whole point. I mean, why would you trust your kid to somebody you don't know or who might do something like well, that to them? To, you know, first of all, I know it's horrible down there. We need to get these people out of Central America. <laughs> no, I was going to say, let's bring them all here. We're going to give them a wonderful life. I was going to say this is as bad as it can possibly be at the border, and Joe Biden needs to go down there or send Kamala down there to get to get this fixed. But in any event, you don't know what really happened to the kid to let him to be there. It's not good. I'm not saying that, you know, there's some there's a logical explanation. Well, he or didn't anything. say it. My parents lost No, me. no, I'm not he saying so. He but you always group. speculate that what kind of a parent would send a 10-year-old to the border on a company? I'm not <laughs> speculating. I'm asking a serious question. What kind of a parent would do that? As though you have any idea what's going on in any of the lives or homes. so horrible down there. There are people roaming well, the streets with guns and bullwhips. It could and, be the <laughs> nicest town at place in the in the whole world. It could be Acapulco everywhere. And uh, what's that other popular Mexican beach that people go to? Punta Gorda. In, well, yeah. Well, let's say it's like that. It could be like that everywhere. But you do not know. That's all I'm saying is that you have no idea what's going on down there. Well, the people are being oppressed. This. It's horrible. <laughs> We're oppressed. You know. So I mean, if they're being oppressed, let, let's get them some help. But help the root cause, not not the symptom. Bob. Yeah, good morning. Um, why is uh, Mexico and all these other countries allowing these people to come over anyway? Why aren't they stopping it? They Are were, we the they were, Bob. Bob, they were during the Trump administration. Trump had an agreement with Mexico to stop them. Well, that they should stop them anyway. They're coming into their country. Agreed. Right? But Trump had that agreement, oh. which was eliminated on day one by President Biden. Well, anyway, you know... <laughs> I see it. They're coming here because they're probably starving to death, or there's 
you know, there's something really Bob, wrong. And we're going to see it now out in the, our Midwest is going to dry up. Have you seen we're these people, Bob? Have you seen the change. pictures? Have you seen the pictures of them at the border? They all appear to be well fed. They all have on nice clothing, oh, and yeah. they have cell phones. Oh, brother. Joe can tell, well, too. He's pretty smart that way. I don't know where they're getting it, but, you know, there's probably somebody out there helping them. Probably whoever gave them the President Biden let me in T-shirts. <laughs> you know, I agree with you, Bob. I mean, it's a serious problem, and, and I, I guess some of what I say sounds flippant, and I don't mean it that way. I mean, we have a serious problem down there. It has to be solved. It has to be solved fairly right. and equitably. But we're, we're playing politics with it, both sides, Republicans and Democrats, and it's yeah, got to stop. Nope, I agree. I agree completely. It's, it's a, it's a humer- humanitarian thing. Yep. You know, these people are just trying to live, and, you know, I don't know what to do, but, I mean, we've lost uh, 500,000 Americans to COVID, so I think we need 500,000 new Americans brought into our country, don't you? Legally, perhaps. Yeah. <laughs> so they can vote okay, Democratic. That, that was just my comment. I'm wondering why these other countries aren't stopping them. Did you? you read? Know, it's, are, are we the only ones complaining? Are these other countries complaining about them coming through their country? Actually, Mexico is complaining about that, and they have sent Marines to their southern border to try and stop it. There you go. So the help is on the way. Well, maybe. Maybe not. Bob, did you get your absentee ballot application in yet? Yes, I did. I did it this morning. And I, I, I asked everyone that wants to get one, go ahead and go online and get it. Get your absentee ballot so you can start to mail in ballots. Yeah, because the Constitution is trying to change it so that if this COVID thing happens in, the governor can't shut down the state like he did. Which he did it to protect people. I think he can do and it for a Republicans m- are trying to do it so that you can't. he can't do it on his own anymore. After, what, 21 days, right? Something like that. 30 Correct. days. I think the legislature should have oversight over what the governor does. That's the whole intent of having three separate independent branches of government. Well, I see it. Uh, the governor's dorm was best for the people of his state, or he won't be in the in that office. You could make the same case for the state senate and the state house of representatives. If they weren't doing what was in the best interest of the people, they wouldn't be there either. I don't. They're so right. partisan right. down there. As soon as the initial emergency is over, then they're back to the, just doing whatever helps them. All right. Thank you so much, Thanks, Bob. Bob. Yep, Take care. Th- thanks for okay, checking have in. Have a good day. You Bye. too. All right. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. Have to be an ultra speedy dialer at this point. Uh, let's see. I don't see anything that relates to the border, so we'll have to change topics. All right. Well, one of the things we were going to talk about uh, is the voting law we've been talking about in Georgia and the insane reaction to it. I watched this morning Mike Barnacle. I used to have a lot of respect for him from the Boston, I think Boston Globe Mm -hmm. columnist. He was on with Morning Joe, and he's there pontificating about voter suppression, the, the Georgia, horrible Georgia voter suppression law, completely ignoring the fact that even Joe Biden's state of Delaware has much more restrictive voting requirements But than were they Georgia. imposed as retaliation is the issue. It were wasn't they, retaliation. Were they ramrodded through the Georgia legislature and done as retaliation? For what? If they, if they are standard laws that conform with other, other things other states have done all across the country, how can that be retaliation? Retaliation for what? We're going to create some fair Joe, retaliation. The Democratic wins that happened recently. Well, then let's read this one, uh, 
because this is directly to your point. Mark, I have two questions for you. One, <laughs> Hillary Clinton lost Pennsylvania in 2016 by about 30,000 votes. Would you say that the Wolf administration changing the election law made it easier for the Democrats to pick up those 30,000 votes because more Democrats were likely to take the easy way out and vote by mail? So oh was that gosh. retribution for the for the Hillary Clinton losing uh, the election? I would say that was probably part of it. Sure, the pandemic was what Governor Wolf used as his real excuse, but it definitely did help Democrats because Democrats use uh, the mail-in ballots more than Republicans. So that's retaliation too, huh? It probably was. Yes. Uh, well, I don't know. See, he 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 shrouded everything in the pandemic. It's hard to say what what Governor Wolf is actually thinking, but it certainly could be construed as retaliation. Absolutely, and if it was, well, and all of the changes that the governor did were 100% wrong. He shouldn't have done them. And they should have done some in Congress with the legislature. But in any event, uh, uh, this is what I want to say. Taking the easy way out. First of all, you have a a U.S. citizen duty to vote. So however you choose to do it, that's your choice. But if you've ever filled out a vote by mail, it isn't easy. It isn't taking the easy way out. The easy way is to go to a polling place and cast a ballot on election day the hard way is to apply for the ballot, to get it in the mail, to fill it out perfectly without making any mistakes, and then get it back in in a timely fashion. It's not excruciatingly difficult, but it's very exacting. I would hardly say voting by mail is the easy way out. It's a good way to vote, and certainly most wise Democrats are doing it these days. But but it creates more problems when people want to change their mind. I mean, if I vote now, I'm liable to change (laughs) my mind before Election Day. Well, that's your own tough luck. You can just go to election, the polling place at that time, and tell them, do not count my mail-in ballot. They wish to vote So here doesn't that create a problem, too? That now they're saying, oh, wait a second, who, did the guy show up in person? Do we count which, this vote or that vote? Well, it doesn't, it doesn't create a problem in Pennsylvania. It could very well in other systems, you know, in other states. The simplest thing is to show up at the polls on Election Day, as people have done in this country for right. 250 years. The easiest way to years. get around is by horse and buggy. The easiest way to get around is to make you sure You just said yourself that I could go to the polls and cast my vote. Well, it is easier, but it's not easier for everybody, and not everybody wants to do it. So you have a chance to vote in advance. Well, why don't we just make it so I can call up and tell somebody who I am and that I want to vote? Well, you know, why? And then they count my vote right then and there. We should have an app on the phone that we can vote with, if we can somehow <laughs> make it that secure. Why don't we get rid of all legislators and every legislation and just vote, everybody vote on their phones? Why don't we just get rid of co-hosts? It'd be a lot easier. It'd be a lot less arguing around Where will here. you go? Oh, wait. I meant you. <laughs> Joe's super sharp in his advanced age. You're almost 80, right? You're listening to News Radio 1070 WDKOK Sunbury. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark. Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome back. WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. You wish to weigh in on the topics we've discussed so far. One of our good listeners had a question about the uh, voter law changes that had happened in Pennsylvania in recent years and last year. So we can elaborate on that. Uh, some of those were done by uh, the Republican legislature and other changes were done by the Democratic governor. And they could very well have been in retaliation. Uh, 
the cover of darkness he used was the pandemic, but it may have been changes that he was hoping to make sure that Democrats had every advantage in their favor. What's your view on that topic? Uh, we have also talk, talked about the U.S.-Mexico border and the fact that at least two individuals who are on the terror watch list or the FBI watch list made it into the U.S. Uh, using the U.S.-Mexico. No, no, they were stopped. Well, they were captured. Before they, well, right, but they, they made it into the U.S. at the border, and, right. Okay, so, um, right, what Joe said. So uh, we can talk about that. 1-800-795-9565 is the telephone number to respond to those topics. You can email us at on the market, WKOK.com, and you can text us at 70236. We're going to do some news headlines. Maybe there's a topic you'd like to discuss. Bring it up, 1-800-795-9565. On the mark, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Please check Check them out at sunburymotors.com. Toll-free line is open. Call us 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarket.com and text us at 70236. In the news today, use extra precaution in starting about a half an hour from right now uh, when the Veterans Memorial Bridge and the Edison Bridge at Sunbury have the American flags replaced on them. The flags are on the Veterans Memorial Bridge between Sunbury and the humble community of Shemokin Dam and Sunbury and Packer Island. Those flags are ready for replacement. Sunbury Police Chief Brad Hare telling us crews from Sunbury's Department of Public Works, Sunbury Rotary Club, and Sunbury Police will be doing the work today. Motorists are advised to keep an eye out for the teams. Give them wide berth as they do that work on the flags. The work starts at 9.30 this morning. In case of inclement weather, it could be postponed, but at this point, uh, radar shows so we're doing pretty well. Uh, by way of uh, precipitation and precipitation that will be headed here. So it's very likely that job will be taking place uh, today. The Valley's first mass vaccine clinic will be held in Snyder County later this week. Snyder County Commissioner Chairman Joe Kahn says the clinic starts this Friday at the Sealands Grove Center. He says the Department of Health is sending the two-dose Moderna vaccine for the clinic, and it will be open for the next eight weeks. He says people can get their vaccinations Fridays and Saturdays from 7 a.m. to 1 p.m. Kant says the clinic is first serving the remaining people in Phase 1A, and they must pre-register by calling the Area Agency on Aging at 570-524-2100. Kant says it's been a, quote, ongoing challenge working with the Department of Health to get vaccine doses to the county. About 1,500 people are expected to be vaccinated through the clinic, being overseen by County EMA Coordinator Derek Schambach. Can says the county is also working with DHNL Fire Company, Fire Police, State Troopers, and the Family Practice Center. He says the county is receiving funding from FEMA to help with logistical aspects of the clinic. Matt Catrillo, News Radio 1070, WKOK. Statewide hospitalizations continue to climb over 2,300 people now in the hospital in Pennsylvania. Locally, the numbers are staying low. Geisinger Danville has 44 patients. That's unchanged from the day before. Evangelical Community Hospital, four fewer patients, still double from the new normal that we got to enjoy for a few weeks uh, as of two weeks ago. Now 12 COVID-19 patients on board at Evangelical Community Hospital. State police reported yesterday the PICS, Pennsylvania Instant Check System, set another record for activity in the first quarter of 2021. 427,000 people had their background checked so they could either purchase or get a carry permit from January 1st to March 31st. That's another record. Third quarter in a row that there have been record number 
numbers of instant background checks, the numbers increased as the pandemic was underway, and then as a Democratic president was elected in the U.S. of A. And finally, oh, you'll enjoy this, uh, Joe, this... uh, reeks of meditation or yoga. Lawmakers in Florida are close to passing a bill that would mandate two minutes of silent reflection at the start of the school day. It would be included as part of the announcement, roll call, and pledge of allegiance. But the more important question is, can classrooms actually stay quiet for too long? And can today's kids do nothing for two minutes silently? We'll find out in Florida. So this is going to be a law in the state of Florida? Lawmakers in Florida close to passing a bill that would mandate two minutes of silent (laughs) reflection every morning at the start of the school day. Two minutes. Of silent reflection. Mm -hmm. I guess they're not allowed to pray during that time. You could, sure. That'd be perfect. That's the ideal activity. Think that's the reason behind it? Uh, It could be. Well, why not? But what do you say? Pray as you do and worship as you will? What's that phrase? That was each in his own words, each in his own way. I borrowed that from the late Don McNeil, who hosted The Breakfast Club on ABC for many years. Yeah, well, he used to have a prayer every day, but he would always say each in his own words, each in his own way. Right. We read half of an email from a listener. We'll read the second half right now, Joe, the right. number two. says, if the climate and atmosphere carbon is reduced by 30 or 40 percent, does anyone know how that is going to affect the atmosphere and climate? What if less carbon lets in more of the sun's ultraviolet rays, really heating up the atmosphere. We will then have to produce carbon-emitting factories to protect us. Uh, I don't know. We have 30... Not what, talk about a non-sequitur. Yeah, we, the first thing, the first we put, uh, what, 30 billion tons of carbon into the air every year if we suddenly stopped or reduced that. Uh, I, I guess I would just say the Earth had a balance before we started warming it up. Now, sometimes that balance did lead to times when the Earth was warmer than it is now, and other times it led to times when it was colder than it is now. But we would just return to a, a more natural balance, but 30 to 40 percent is a good... Okay. Dan, you're on the mark. Well, I didn't ask the question. You read it. You answered it. Good morning, guy. Hey, you know that border crisis and people from other across the ocean coming in, I have to give credit to Christian Broadcast Network. I even called the program about it a couple weeks ago. They were down there and saw that happening. But anyway, the genius of Trump was that he had this asylum seekers were uh, exhorted or exonerated on the other side of the border and they weren't allowed in if they were found not to be asylum seekers and they were sent back now everything's across the border being done here and that's just what I call the genius of the Trump administration by getting things right, doing it on the Mexico side, because you know they they came across some of them came across how many borders seeking asylum when maybe Mexico was a proper country to get asylum in, but they were just mostly coming here to get in the United States which you can't blame them for that. Who wouldn't want to live here in the best country under God's heaven? Yeah, you can call the WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show. It's a local call. 
Amen. Amen. <laughs> Dan, uh, I have a quick question for you, and then you can. I know you have more to say about this. What should Joe Biden have done? Uh, he wanted to be more humane, so let's let's premise that by saying you have to make some changes to be more humane. What would Joe Biden have done if he'd followed? Uh, if he if if you know what what should he have done? I guess I'm trying to say. You know, to tell you the truth, I I don't know. I think. It was more humane under President Trump than it is now. A lot more humane. So I, I think the best thing he could have done was just kept going with what the Trump administration was doing. And down the road, they could seek better answers, you know, about the, the so-called dreamers. Even Trump made an offer at one time to give them citizenship, which a lot of conservatives were opposed to. But even President Trump, as much as he was berated, he was a he offered the dreamers way back, but they went against it because Democrats went against it because it would give Trump great credit for being a kind and gentle man. They couldn't have that. But All right. on, the, on Tom's call, it, if if I give someone permission to take money out of my account and they take more out than I authorize them, all I have to do, and I've done it, is call my banking headquarters and they'll get the money back and stop it. I've done that. So that's fake news. No one can get in my checking account, and I have all my bills are paid automatically, and I never had one issue. And the the nice part is I don't have to be writing, you know, 15 checks every month for insurances, et cetera, and power bill and all that. But I've never had one issue, and any time someone went in there that wasn't authorized, all I did was call the bank. Well, but Dan, but Dan if, you're, if you if you give someone permission, you have to give them a blank check, usually with your account number on it, so that they and you have to sign an authorization that money can be taken out of your account. So exactly. I mean, you're right; it isn't just an automatic thing. Hey, listen, we've no. got we've got three other calls hanging here. We got to move on. Thank you, Dan. Have a good one. And I thank you for your time. Yours too. Take care, man. Take care, Steve. You're on the mark. Yeah, good morning, everybody. First of all, I want to say I'm not an expert in anything. Uh, that kid crying at the border, them children dropped over that wall. They could have broke a leg or something. If that Border Patrol agent wasn't there, they could have died. Now, our leaders, even the best of them, if they fix this problem... To me, it'll be years, maybe decades down the road. And that's just how it is. But I think there's one person that could at least put a big dent in it. Who's that? And that, and that's the Pope. Okay. These cartels, El Chapo and the other guys, the guys that they shot, I think the Pope should threaten providing... It's proven threaten excommunication. I am not a religious expert, 
uh, unlike some people. But what I think the Pope should come out forcefully, and this is not just for us, it's for other countries and that, and start threatening excommunication. And what I think, and I'm sure he's a lot smarter than me, but what I think the Pope should tell them, you go, you confess, you change your ways, and if this continues and it's proven you're involved, give them a way out, because that's a kind of redemption and, you know, all that kind of stuff. But if this continues, you're under the threat of excommunication. And I'm going to tell you what it may do. These uh, coyotes and these drug cartels and all that stuff, their family might get on. I know it ain't going to stop everything because most people, including me, I'm a, a lazy Catholic. I could do better. Uh, I know I could do better than what I'm doing. But I'll tell you what, I hope when my time comes, I'm counting on, as a lazy Catholic, being forgiven for my sins, and that's what they're counting on. But the threat of excommunication out of the church will have an influence on at least some of them, even if it's the lowest uh, private in their organization, it might have an effect mm -hmm. on the coyote. That kid crying to abandon a kid, this is something the Pope, not just for the United States, for the country, but I think the Pope, give him a way out, confess your sins, seek absolution, right. but if you continue... There's a chance you're going to be excommunicated and a good chance. Well, then, and of course, that's, that's predicated upon them actually being Catholic and actually caring whether or well, not they, they get excommunicated. Predominantly Catholic. We no, know that no, to be no, true. No, but I know that. I know that. But the point is, I think it's safe to say, and again, I'm not an expert, that the majority of people south of the U.S. border are Catholics. Yep. And I'm saying to take a hemisphere and have influence on a hemisphere that should be doing better, should be more godlike, uh, that will have a big influence on thousands and th maybe millions of people with that threat. Again, I'm not right. saying he right. should come out and excommunicate everybody. Uh, what I'm <laughs> saying is I think he should come out and say, listen, this is wrong. All right. We got you. Thank you so hey, much. Interesting Steve. point. Yep, yep, You're the first idea. person who suggested that. that so. Based on the fact that uh, Central American population predominantly Catholic, is right. that still That's true? still true, Okay. Yes. All right. 1-800-795-9565. Two lines occupado. Two are open. Uh, you can email us, as uh, two people have done, at onthemarkatwkok.com, and you can text us at 70236.
When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark Upper Right-Hand Corner. And then Dennis says, you know what would be heartwarming? If the Bidens would take those two little girls and that little 10-year-old boy and raise them. And I think they could probably take 15 more. Bring them to the White House and raise them. When they leave the White House, take them with them and raise them. They have enough money to raise them and send them to college. Then that would convince me the Bidens really wanted them here. Interesting point. Well, Jill just went back to work teaching virtually on some. Local, well, they get a good education. College, She's so a teacher, so she could uh, stop doing that and go back to child rearing. She's working with Joe. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's child rearing right there. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Did I say that? Yes, you All did. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. Dennis, you're on the mark. Right ahead. Yes. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Um, I love irony, and I'm sure you like irony. Um, Major League. Baseball is moving the All-Star game out of Atlanta because of all this, you know, law that they don't agree with. Where are they moving it to? Denver. Denver requires a photo ID to vote in Denver, Colorado. And they also need a photo ID to drink at Coors Field where they're playing the game. So I, I find that the irony of ironies, you know. It, it doesn't make sense to me. Not only that, but the ultimate irony is they're taking it out of a city that's predominantly or largely black and moving it to a city that's overwhelmingly white. But what yeah. isn't ironic is that the reason that they're doing it is because the law is in Georgia is being changed in order to retaliate against Democrats who just elected. Because it true. is true. That's why they ramrodded it through the Georgia legislature. Anybody can see it except Joe. Well, what are, the, what are the provisions that they've enacted in this punitive measure that are worse than other states have? Right, Name I'll, me one. I'll tell you in a minute. I have a <laughs> list. I brought the list. Go ahead, Dennis. Fat, yeah. Wrap yeah. up. And, and that could be. It could be the retaliation. I, I mean, I don't agree with all that. But, I mean, you could say all these states and all this, you know, irregular things that happened during the voting was all done purposely to get Trump out. So, you know, we could argue that point. I don't know if any of it's provable. But it also brings up a point to me that's interesting. We have to have ID, right? I think, I'm not sure if it's photo ID in order to buy alcohol at a certain age, right? Is it 18 or 21? I'm not sure. It's always 21, 21 nationally. 21. So why do we have that? I mean, really, when you think about it, why do we have uh, carding people for cigarettes? I mean, what's the point of having an ID? And, and you mean to tell me that some people smoke who maybe don't have a voter's ID and yep but they get cigarettes right you have to show an ID to buy cigarettes 
Yeah. If you look under the age, yes. Okay. Which you, is, you can be asked to see show your identification. Which it's not is a requirement. What, 21 or 18? Uh, I think it's 18, isn't okay. it, to smoke? I'm not certain. Okay. I think it's 21, but they they say they have to make sure you're, like, up to 27. I was buying some a couple years ago for a friend, and I'm in my 60s, and he asked for my card. I said, you got to be kidding me. So, but, All right. Yeah. All right, we ID got you, Dennis. ID, you know. Gotcha. All right. Well, thank wait you a second. So much. One whoop, other, whoop, one, whoop. one other question, with yeah. with respect to these the law. I mean, you talked about irony, and I agree with you. It is ironic, but Mark keeps saying it's punitive, and I, I've asked him, and I, I'll ask him again while you're on the phone since you brought it up. What punitive measure is included in that bill that is foreign to every other voting law in the United States of America? It was just the act of doing it was punitive, including short, tightening the absentee ballot or the uh, mail-in ballot time to such a narrow time frame. It's not that, that even, narrow. It's more... Uh, Colorado's narrower. Well, it's narrow enough that some of the people down there are concerned that some ballots won't be received in time. Of course, the voter ID part it was done in retaliation. Uh, it is... They also... The state was sending out ballots to absolutely everybody who was a registered voter. They can't do that anymore. And again, all of that is designed to retaliate against Democrats who elected two senators but and they the president. do have unlimited mail-in balloting. There, You don't have to have a reason. In Colorado, yeah, there are some states that, that good, require a good reason. Good point. So they did 20 things wrong, but one thing oh, they, they didn't did screw that. up. They did more than that. All right. well, hey, thanks, Dennis. The, the only last comment I have is that if we want to talk about punitive ballot drops at 2 a.m. in the morning and everything was for Biden and nothing for Trump doesn't make sense to me. Oh, brother. We're back to that. Yeah, the election was stolen. I got you. All right. Thank you so much, Dennis. Really appreciate the call. He just brought up some questionable... (laughs) Right, right. Yeah, the vans full of Democratic emergency ballots. You've even admitted that they were marked that way. Right, they were. The boxes were marked that way and they backed them up to the back door of the polling places and they unloaded the boxes of Democratic emergency ballots. Go ahead, Chris. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's the big lie. I saw a picture of it now. on Facebook, Chris. It actually happened. Oh, yes, on Facebook it actually happened. Yep. But everything they checked on, you know, on ha- hasn't found anything yet. Well, they will. It'll turn up. Yeah, it'll turn up. I, I believe our state senators are supposed, and congressmen are supposed to be uh, investigating it quite thoroughly. I don't know. They haven't seemed to have started it because I think they don't. They know they're not going to find anything. But maybe they're doing it. We'll see. They promised us they'd do it. But you can vote them all out if you want for not keeping their promises. The. Uh, uh, oh, and uh, Tom's thing was perfectly accurate for the most part. He didn't quite have the mechanism down for how it worked uh, on the on the the Trump scam scamming his own own contributors. They uh, put in pre-checked boxes for uh, another contribution in a week, making it monthly. And one one day of super fundraising where they would duplicate your uh, your uh, contribution on a specific day each month, where uh, they 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 charge you again, and they buried these in the notices and and explanations of uh, of it, and they kept burying them deeper and deeper by putting a bunch of they eventually started putting. Uh, 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 a lot of boxes that were checked that looked like the same squares that were just, you know, 
I I agree with Trump on this and this and that and things like that, and then they bury those those things in with those, and they kept getting more and more requests from refunds because of it. Usually runs about it was actually running about two percent for Biden's campaign and one and a half percent for Trump, and then as soon as they started doing that, it it went up to. 12% of their contributions were being uh, asked for back by people who actually noticed and 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 did it. That they, they, Trump had already spent the money, so then the credit card companies come and uh, and deduct it from the Trump account. But by after the election, if you didn't notice till after the election, you didn't get your money. They didn't have to pay your money back for 30 days, you know, because of how, how the system works. So 12% of the people asked for their money back? 12% of the contributions. Wouldn't that, wouldn't that uh, apply? 12% were being asked for back. Okay, wouldn't that indicate they paid that? that out of the steel the Okay, but the wouldn't that, Chris, after the election. Chris, wouldn't that indicate that something like 88% of the people understood what they were doing and accepted it? So 12% of the people didn't know. Or uh, went down and checked off the boxes and actually found right. them all. Uh, I, I'm a big, uh, a big they, believer in personal responsibility. They did that so people wouldn't do that and they'd have more immediate money right before the campaign ended. And have you ever seen any other ad from any other thing that was kind of like that where you had to you know, really dig in to find out what box you needed to check? I've found that and all the time. I think they added it at the end so they could get the money without sure. Because well, they knew a certain percentage of the people wouldn't notice that. Come on, Joe. Don't it's the same so thing. Much. Business does that all the time. I hate to say it, but oh, yeah, are yeah. you familiar well, with the old expression? Business, too. Chris, are you I fam- don't think they do it to the extent that that, that that I was describing. Are you familiar with... Do, then they should be... They, I know it's hard to get a word in edgewise with you, Chris, but are you, fam- are you familiar with the term caveat emptor? Let the buyer beware. You have a responsibility to understand what it is you're checking and what you're doing. And then government can't protect you from everything. And I don't know. You cut me off, so I don't know what you heard me say. But I well, you weren't say, listening to me. Exactly answered that. Now, moving on to the election law. I mean, Joe, if you can't see that scamming your folks, you're you're just being foolish. I'm not saying it isn't scamming them. I'm just saying okay, you have a res- no. Say, wait a second, say, Chris. Wait a second. I, you, I have a respo- you, Chris, you have a okay? responsibility to uh, discern what it is you're signing. No okay, one signs something. Do you want a sob story then? No, Guys I'm just saying I'm, res- I'm responsible for myself. I'm responsible for myself. If I make a mistake, fine, I'll ask for my money back, but I should have looked yeah, at go, what I was go. signing. Would you let me finish? Well, you won't let me, so why should I let you? I, I was in the middle of something. So was I. Okay, go ahead. Well, I'm now going to stop and let you f- finish. But I've okay. S- I just said, do you realize, caveat emptor, <laughs> let the buyer beware. <laughs> Okay, now what are you saying? I'm saying be responsible for yourself. Yes, okay, guy's in a hospital. He contributed a thousand bucks to Trump. I read that story in the New York Times. I've seen that story. Oh, you told you said when you before you didn't see it. I didn't until this until about ten minutes ago when somebody sent us the link. Okay, you admit it. So you know all about it. So uh, okay, we'll move to another topic then. 
Well, we have another call pending. You have so a minute. Have one a minute. minute. 60 seconds. Okay, the, 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 the election law. You referred me to the Atlantic Constitution article, and it's the same nonsense you were spouting yesterday and again today, how it compares to other states. The question isn't how it applies to other states. The question is how it applies to what they had before and why they are doing it. That is the essential question. Not yeah, Joe cannot hear that. Uh, Chris, so, no, the Joe essential question that. is what have okay, they done that's different? What is the What have they done? I'll ask you the same question I asked Mark. What provision in that bill is so onerous, and it's only in that bill, and, and, and every other state in the country has rejected it? What is the punitive Joe, part Joe, of that bill? Joe, the question isn't what particular specific one is so onerous, but what they are trying to do in total. And in total, they're trying to diminish democratic turnout. Now, the Jim Crow laws did not happen all at once. They happened gradually. There was never any law that said blacks couldn't vote. There was just a maze of procedures by which they could eliminate them. And that bill has that in it with how the the Republican-controlled legislature can take over the precinct, uh, the, the precinct voting, the, the the voting in Georgia from the people who are running it now. And under what terms and conditions may that be done? Not just because uh, they want they to do it. Do it be, for any reason whatsoever. No, there are specific one, the reasons. Only specific one is long waits. Right. They, and they have an obligation That's the under only the law. Specific one, but they can do it for any reason. It gives them power. It also gave, it eliminates the method by which uh, they they were prevented from from giving their votes to Trump this last election. All right, we got to get another caller going. Thank you so much, Chris. They have a provision in that bill that requires them, if they find long lines at the polling places, to create extra precincts and to do something to stop it. Thank you, Chris. Joe cannot hear well, the Chris truth. Chris can't hear, and neither can you. No, you can't hear reality. You can't hear truth. Your funnels prevent. They filter out the truth, lest it try to get near your earwaves. We'll take a quickie break. we got a caller standing by. Hold on, Joseph. We'll be right back. All right. On the topic of voter ID, one of our good listeners up at right-hand corner, Joe. Well, it says, uh, I had to show my driver's license to buy whiteout at Walmart. <laughs> What's whiteout? You mean that old stuff you smeared on type? Oh, typewriter? people still use it. Well, Do sure. they really? Oh, okay. my gosh. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Joseph, you're on the mark. Yes, thank you. I'd like to comment on two things. First of all, on uh, excommunication, which your previous caller talked about, and then on transgenders, okay? Uh, On the first topic, uh, he said that, and it's true that most of the Southern American uh, people are Catholics, I would imagine, and, uh, but that's not gonna work, because that's been tried before, even in a more drastic way. History tells us that, the Inquisitions and the Crusades, where the Pope would, (laughs) if you didn't swear allegiance to the Catholic Church, uh, you died. But he, this cross, is not this is not what he's talking so about, Joseph. Joseph, this is not what he's talking about. He's talking about well, using excommunication. About being excommunicated. Right. He didn't say, say about killing them. Even more drastically during the Crusades and the Inquisition. Right. And he okay, wasn't talking about killing them. Okay. Now we'll talk about transgenders. Uh, I'm a man. Uh, do you know why I'm a man? Because I have facial hair. I don't have breasts that give milk. I don't have ovaries. I have male genitalia, and I take offense 
at some uh, woman that wants to be me. That's uh, offensive and it's, it's, it's indecent and it's, it's against creation because the Almighty created man in his own image and he created woman in the image of the man. She was created to be a helpmate for the man, not a slave or a servant, but a helpmate, okay? And there is a difference between men and women. Now, this new God, is, its name is science, and they are not following the science because the science says that I'm a man, and a woman is not a man, never can be, never will be. And uh, that's, that's just the finality of it. And so they're hypocrites. They are, they're not even following their new God, science. But what if you feel like you're a woman? Uh, I feel I feel a lot of things. I'm <laughs> telling you, but I, I ignore those things that are inconsistent with the scriptures and what my heavenly Father uh, allows me to feel. For instance, if I see a beautiful woman, I'm tempted to lust after her, but I know I'm not to do that, so I turn my head the other way and look the other way. Okay, but I have feelings. I'm a human being. Uh, that's just the way it is. And so I don't allow my feelings to rule my judgments and the way I walk. If I did, uh, I'd be in bad shape, believe me. Okay. And uh, but, uh, but those are all great for you, and you, your faith is your guide to how you feel about these things. But the fact of the matter is not everybody's faith or beliefs or science or whatever they know to be true leads right, them to the same that. conclusions. And here's another thing I'd like to just throw okay. out there. I've had uh, lesbians rent off of me, and uh, one was a man, claimed to be a man, and the other claimed to be a woman, okay? In every relationship that I've ever heard of or seen of, of queers or lesbians, one has to be the man, one has to be the woman. Now, that's, that's kind of crazy, isn't it? Why don't they just say, we're, we're two men and we love each other, and that's that? We're both men, but no. They have to go back to the genetic structure. In the beginning, he created a male and female. And so that genetic uh, trait is in every human being. And it comes out even in the relationships. They cannot deny that fact. And that's a fact. Uh, that's, that's proving that the scripture is true and that the Almighty created a male and female. Period. All right. Well, that there's is no your. Other, uh, there's no other. <laughs> that there's is no your. No other beings on the planet Earth unless they come from Mars or something. That is your closely held belief, and thank well, you for those. Well, that's what science. Well, no, Joseph's it's right. It's a belief of the thank scriptures. You. It's a belief of, of science. Of science, right? Come that's, on, that's gotcha. science, man. Right. No argument. Is there, there a third scientific uh, sex <laughs> that I, we're unaware <laughs> of? <laughs> yeah. Well, the Bible talks of science. It says science, so-called, and so this is so-called science. This new God. And it's it's a God that's going to deliver a lot of people to hell. It's as simple as that. They don't have no faith in Yeshua the Messiah, and He shed blood and what He did for them at Calvary and His resurrection. They're lost. All right. They're totally lost. Okay, gotcha. thank you, Joseph. Right. Appreciate thank your comments. You. Yep, thank you so much. Okay. Right. Thank you. Uh, who's next? Bob from Bob. Back Sinus. You're on the mark. Oh, you get a minute. A minute? Yeah. Hey, Joe. Oh, right. You asked if there's a third sex. Are people born with more than one thing on their body? Do some women have three breasts? I don't know. Do they? Do I've never seen have one. One testicle. Well, that's a little different than three breasts. Anyway, moving on. What's your <laughs> well, conclusion? What do you conclude, Bob? Well, I was just calling about the comments from Joseph about transgender and stuff like that. I mean, someone saying that okay, you just have a male and a female on Earth, but they could be in the wrong body. Right. You could be born that they way. They could love the same sex. 
that's what is the difference. Well, I mean, loving the same sex is not the same as claiming that there's some other, that you're, you're not what you were genetically born to be. No, no, exactly. I was not claiming, I'm just calling about transgender. You know, people, my, I had a brother that used to dress up as a woman. And he lived in Shemokin, and people laughed at him all the time. Now, he died of a heart attack at 47. But anyway, the, the sad thing is that people discriminate, discriminate, discriminate. They hate, they hate, they hate. And I am so sick and tired of people not accepting people for who they are, who they want to be, what they do. I mean, this is America, and we're crying about... People coming from other countries who have been tortured, malnourished, probably raped. Who knows what else has been done to them? And we're in America right. where this is supposed to be the land of opportunity. All right, we got to go. this is what we are living with. Thank you, right. sir. But yeah, there are so limits. Much. There are okay. limits, Bob. That's the problem. Cindy, you're on the mark. Go right ahead. Good morning, gentlemen. I would like to first say I hope that the government, our government, in as quick and uh, timely and uh, functional way as possible, returns that child that was crying this morning back to his native country so that their social programs there can find his parents and restore him. He said he wasn't with his parents. I'm assuming that they are back in Nicaragua. On to the issue of science. Science has shown, has found throughout history, that some individuals are born intersexual, we call it now, used to call it hermaphrodites, who either have both uh, sexual organs or none. That's a fact, ladies and gentlemen, that's a fact. Imagine the challenge that represents uh, for those children and their families and eventually those adults. But that's it is a fact. it is extremely rare, however. That doesn't change that it is. And there, and by its being, those people who stand and say, you are either A or B, well, actually, there are people who are a blend of those. Through no choice of their own, they were born that way. Because when the genetic code got passed together and came out, they came out that way. They are right. stuck that way unless they engage in some kind of change, surgical or hormonal or both, to make themselves one or the other. And in the old days, the doctors used to present that issue to the parent. To the parents, say, which, which way do you want to raise this child? And do you want, you can change their, commit to their sexuality. So it is not true, it is not true that people are either all male or all female. There are some people that are in the middle. So let's be fair about this. Well, and a lot These of our listeners people. say, well, they were assigned, you know, male or female at birth. Well, they may, that may very well be, but that doesn't encompass uh, whether they actually were or not, if they were uh, intersex or, uh, you know, whatever the exact word is, I don't know. But... Uh, it doesn't address that issue. And the other thing is, within our bodies, there's a wide range of chromosomal differences. One of our exactly. listeners sends us a note, says, a few births out of a thousand are born with a single-sex chromosome and are referred to as sex monosomies. Others are born yes. with three or more sex chromosomes. Exactly. Exactly. Just like some people have six fingers on one hand. They are born that way. That's what happens. That, so to deny that they're not people because people only have five fingers on one hand would be absurd, wouldn't but it? But they aren't necessarily the only people who claim to be what they aren't. 
In other words, they, I'm not they have, going to pass judgment. On I'm not those, passing on judgment the on them either. Face this challenge, Joe, because I frankly think that's kind of inhumane. Right, I, and I'm, I'm not, not arguing. I'm not pass judgment on people who have six fingers on one hand because I frankly think that's inhumane. That's this is the dice that got thrown to them. And let's say that my child was born and that they were intersexual, and at their birth I was given this choice and I made a choice and I picked A. But as that person grew. This, my child grew, it turned out that they were B. Shouldn't that be something that we could address? Or should we just say, tough luck for you. But that, that Your isn't, mother made this choice well, for you listen, at birth. Joe, you might learn something. But these aren't, the, uh, these aren't the people necessarily who are claiming to be transgender. It's not you just these that, people. Joe. Well, they may be doing it, but they're How not the only. They're not the How only you know? ones You've doing seen it. Their genetic testing. Joe is all knowing. You know for a fact that they've made that. You know that. Well, let's, they're operating in defiance of the roll of the dice of their genes. Listen, uh, whatever you want to, whatever you want to do is fine with me. But let's take Doctor Levine for a, for a uh, lesson. Doctor Levine was a man, Levine. and there are photo Levine. There are photographs of him as a man. He has decided he wanted to be a woman for whatever reason. I don't know what steps he's taken or she's taken in that process. But now she is a woman. But that doesn't mean she doesn't have the genetic markers of a man, and that she's not one of those people that are fifty fifty. Anything about her genetic makeup, if I may be well, so bold. Thank you, Mark. That's what I'm trying to say, Joe. You don't know that. You don't know what. You're making assumptions that Cindy, are, I think are unfair. We're trying you to hold on to some. You don't know what choice, what, you know, I, we could have this argument, I suppose, if we enforce people who want to make this change into genetic coding and then see what they, what they got thrown in the dice. You know, you got man, and I got woman, and we're pretty safe in those things, secure in those things. <laughs> All right, but we have to go. You know, we're, Cindy, it, I think it's just we are trying. Cindy, we're trying these folks for their choices. Well, I don't think we're attacking. I, I, I certainly not, are, not attacking them. Constantly, I'm sorry, Joe. I'm calling you out on this. What? How and am I attacking the them? People who do it as well. First, the reality: there are people who are not either one or the other. And imagine the challenges, the okay. sorrows that they face in that conundrum. Well, imagine what, that. The what family do they, um, and that child. And for us to be harping on them, to be criticizing them when they're just trying to find their way through the tunnel of life like everybody else. And frankly, doing no harm to the rest of us. Nothing Dr. Levin did as a in his his her sexuality ever ever harmed me some of his social and and uh policies as a as a legislator as not as a legislator but as a policy person that's a different discussion <laughs> no one's ever accused him of harming no one her. has accused her, her. of harming anybody <laughs> all right cindy i thank hate to you, s- thank Sorry. you so much we are you trying desperately to hold on to some closely held myths and you are ruining our day I, so please I'm sorry but reality is reality but even yeah. the people thank who you. are even the people who are born as she suggests no, here what is their genetic marker what is what does science say about them does it say that they're both Joe, no, what, I'm asking. What you're, you want to educate me. Why is it any of your GD business? Well, because you brought it up. Cindy brought it up. I'm just saying, Look, what just does the genetic market, what does science say? I'm just telling you about the science. You're just going to have to ex- well, accept it. Well, what does the it. science say? All right. The science says we have to take a break. <laughs> or, or Rob's sweating over there saying, take the break. We'll be right back. 
When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Mertz family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Really? Oh no, we're not. We're not. We're not done. <laughs> we're not done yet. We're okay. Pushing the wrong buttons here. There we go. All okay. right. Uh, upper right hand corner. All right, Cindy. Look up the statistics. There is a high suicide rate in transgender community after reassignment surgery. Whatever the reason. Signed by Dennis. Well, that may be true. These are individuals that may be struggling in general. I mean, right. And there should be help for them. They should be able to get the kind of social services they need to make whatever adjustment they need to make. Nobody's going to argue that. At least I'm not. Okay. And then uh, another email. Says being deceived is the easiest way to believe a lie. Sorry, Cindy, I don't agree with you, and I think you're pretty smart. <laughs> yeah, the science has spoken, though. Too bad. And then on the other side of the issue, Cindy nailed it. We lived under a rock for years. All right, Dan, you get 60 seconds, or hey. a little less than that, actually. Hey, good morning. Reality is reality, and science is science, and there's only two ways you're born. With double X genes. No, that's not makes true. Makes you a female. Not true. Or XY. Not true. Makes you a male. <laughs> and that's the final argument in the battle since we uncovered the genome. There is only two genders. What yeah. happens after that is perversion. Well, I don't know about well, perversion. That's, ridiculous. that's certainly not true. Uh, almost everything you just said was false. But even Cindy's, <laughs> her point is they're still just male and female. There's no third marker for people who have both. Uh, is there? Not that I'm aware. No, but not that I'm aware of either. There's lots of genetic makeups of many, many people. See this you tomorrow. WKOK Sunbury. <laughs>